0: A drop of hobby, a drop of hobby, your obsessions, your loves, and your dreams. A drop of hobby, a drop of hobby.
1: Your favorite podcast about your favorite hobby each week, doing conversations and improv about it. This intro was perfect. How are you guys doing? I'm Sean Risser.
2: I'm Kristen mueller Heeslip, and I'm doing fine. Um, And I'm Amy Preston-Sampson, and I couldn't possibly top that intro.
1: (laughs) Cool. Yeah, I've been having a good time kind of preparing for the holidays and everything this week this won't come out until like july but (laughs) for all the listeners you get to experience the holidays again from our perspective uh when this comes out
2: maybe maybe we should put it out in july so it's christmas in july christmas in july exactly
0: Mm.
3: yeah
1: yeah uh i've been preparing to do a bingo for the next year with my friends again uh where you basically fill out a bingo square with predictions about what you think is going to happen in the new year. And then you, uh, ouch. (laughs) What?
3: (laughs) Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. How bad are they? (laughs) Like, I I always feel like whenever, I don't know if you have this thing happen where like you imagine something really bad happening, you know, I I won't go into details, but like, so you imagine, just do you imagine a bad thing happened? And I always say to myself after that is like, well, now that I've imagined it, it won't happen. Right. If you think maybe that window washing trot thing is going to fall down and hit me on the head from 35 stories up and crush me. Now that you've imagined it, it won't happen. It's not true. It still could happen. <laughs> it's just very unlikely. So maybe you and your friends need to imagine all of the worst things that could happen in 2022. And I mean, then we'll be protected.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of the bad stuff we, we uh, predicted did come true. Oh, no. Some of it didn't. Like... Uh, one of my friends uh, had wide-scale Popsicle recall uh, as their prediction, and uh, that didn't come true, unfortunately, no. or fortunately, <laughs> from the perspective of people's health.
3: Yeah. Well, we look forward to hearing all the details from 2022 Bingo and seeing if anyone... W- did. Has anyone won 2021 Bingo?
1: No one's gotten a Bingo from our tallies yet, though. There might be some events that I don't know have happened or something about, because like, there's a lot of squares, so... Mm-hmm. there's just it's too many possibilities to fully keep track of but i have not doing my best so no bingos yet
2: not everyone has the same squares right like people have a different Different combinations of the things that you came up with that ever, that everyone came we up all with?
1: predicted our own bingos, uh, bingo squares. Oh, okay, That's... so every single being like technically that allows you to cheat, where you could just predict really simple stuff. Like there's going to be a Tuesday the thirteenth sometime in 2021, <laughs> but it's like it, we kind of like it's an honor system kind of thing where you like you want a mix of impossible predictions and easy predictions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it does everybody gets something and it's kind of interesting to see what predictions happen
2: i may steal this idea it's actually like i think it's a very fun yeah and it's like
1: highly recommended it's
2: so much better than um new year's resolutions
1: that's why i wanted to replace new resolutions with something so i came up with this it was like people have talked about there's like a joke like oh this event wasn't on my bingo card for 2020 or something like that mm-hmm. and it's, yeah, like, it's like well let's just do that let's just <laughs> like why don't we actually make bingo cards so we can say this was on my bingo card for this was on
3: my b- i i did predict that rats would overrun the queen's official visit to montreal <laughs> i don't think she's making one she's too old <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, she's in a new phase of her life or something. Like I that. did
3: predict that Prince Charles would get bitten by a raccoon. Okay, yeah, that would be yeah. I love it. Uh, I don't know why I was thinking of the royal family just there. I go very long times without thinking about the royal family. I mean, I guess Christmas. Does doesn't the queen have like a Christmas Day yeah. address or something? Like maybe it's the one time of the year that we She does. Her. I wonder if I wonder if they're gonna like CGI the queen or something if she's dead. Maybe it's like Brown Dog's
1: Day where it's like she doesn't come out if everybody like if she sees somebody in the wrong shade of white, she doesn't come out
3: of the palace. <laughs> Someone's wearing white shoes.
1: Yeah. Uh who's our bartender this week?
2: I am. Um and I was inspired by your um your idea last time, Sean. So I've te- oh, I've, I'm excited. I've taken a bit of a I've twisted it a little bit so it's not exactly the same. Um, so I in terms of hobbies, um, given the season, I thought um, winter sports is an obvious uh, an obvious hobby choice and I don't think we've actually done that before. Um, and I've also got, I'm not sure if you are both, either of you are familiar with reverse trivial pursuit.
1: Is that where reverse trivial you... pursuit? are given the answer and you have to find the question exactly
3: okay like jeopardy um
2: i think so but wait isn't but wait 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 jeopardy okay i'm i'm coming from a country that didn't watch jeopardy but i know i've absorbed it i think I know what it is like jeopardy is when you have to answer with a question but technically don't you just answer the, the answer but you just phrase it as a question but it's still actually the answer
3: I guess so. It's like it's, he yeah. play. He starred in um, Zardoz, and the answer is who is Sean Connery. And that's not necessarily like if you said who is Sean Connery, you probably wouldn't answer with he starred in Zardoz. though <laughs> <So> you might.
1: <laughs> I yeah. The whole Jeopardy format has never made sense yeah. to me because of that.
2: I mean, I suppose it's technically the same thing, um, but I thought um, I yes, maybe it would be more fun to try and make up questions um, that relate to the answers, and I tried to pick answers that are. Kind of ambiguous, um, and hopefully Kristen doesn't know all of the answers because um...
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, Kristen.
1: Turns I am out pretty hard... good at
3: trivia. <laughs>
1: Kristen uh, turns out she was just like a cross country skier for a few years and knows everything about the. No, hobby. I mean, I
2: suppose I do not. I, I do suppose not. I was working on the assumption that like these are probably actually very easy questions to guess, but because it's framed in terms of like come up with the question. Um, you don't have to try and get it. Like we could also play a kind of Boulder dash version where um, you effectively are trying to come up with something that sounds
3: something silly, s- yeah, suitably
2: implausible um, or whatever, right? If that makes sense, yeah. Um, but before we get to that, um, what are you? What are your relationships with winter sports?
1: I've gone. Ice skiing or ice skating. Ice skating. <laughs> ice skating. <laughs> yeah. Ice i yes. like you strap on you know the long the long the long feet on the ice. The long
3: blades. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like That's twice terrifying. in my life. Because I grew up in California. There was like one skate rink anywhere within two hours of me. Uh and it was a very rare opportunity to go.
2: Um, But now that you're living here, you've taken to the like the winter sports or are you just like, I'm looking forward to winter being over. I'll endure it.
1: Uh, I haven't done any winter sports because I've mostly like, I don't have a car, so I don't like drive out to like to go snow, like snow walking, snowshoeing,
0: snow
2: walking, snowshoeing. But you can, but the mountain, we've got the mountain, you can catch the bus.
3: And you live really close to quite a good skating arena at Arena Sandonat, which is not far from where you live, so you could walk over.
1: Yeah, just pick up a pair of skates sometime.
3: Yeah, and there's outdoor skating rinks like everywhere, like every park that has a splash pad also has a skating rink.
1: So I went to uh, last winter. I started doing photography, uh, and so I went down to that the skate rink near uh, Mont Royal. Mm-hmm. uh or the lake by where it, when it turns into ice uh and started trying to take a bunch of pictures there uh, a few times uh throughout the months and that was cool but i didn't go on the ice myself because i was like i don't have s- ice skating shoes
0: ice skating shoes
1: <laughs> <Also case. noticed. laughs> <Also>, ice skis <laughs> this is great hey, is this the game is this the game yeah. Me getting yeah. the names yeah. wrong
0: for things this is
1: great this is i didn't need to come up with any questions Kristen you talk about all your smart <laughs> no word stuff.
3: I think we should okay. Well, I am no expert in winter sports, but I do know what skates are called. <laughs> 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 and yeah, I mean like I guess I'm the only one here who grew up in Canada and it is pretty normal to learn how to skate. It's just kind of a life skill. I mean, not that you have to go anywhere on skates, but for some reason it's just like yeah, everyone has skates and everyone learns how to skate at least basically. Like I can stand up on a pair of skates and move around and stop without hopefully without bumping into something um and i have i'm i'm from a very flat part of ontario um so i do not know how to cr- downhill ski but i but i do i have gone cross country skiing before see and as for that see, i knew yes. it i knew yeah. it <laughs> but i'm not like an expert i mean i have done it <laughs> it's like saying that like i can uh i would i would know trivia about hiking because I've gone for a walk you know <laughs> like I don't know anything about it but um and as for other winter sports like I don't play any of like organized winter sports um I I will watch a hockey game but it's not particularly something that I like to do I watch it more out of a sense of like I have to keep up with what's going on in the world right you know like the Habs are in the Stanley Cup and it's like well okay, I'll, I'll listen to this on the radio or watch this, but it's not something I'm particularly into. I really like going to
2: – okay, so I didn't grow up in Canada, but I learned to skate as a kid. Um, so I I skated and I rollerbladed and whatever. So I kind of I feel grateful to know how to do that um, already, and um, I'm like a passable skier, a, a terrified but passable <laughs> like baby run ish I kind of know how to do it but' I'm, I don't like going downhills fast um, but I think the hockey thing like I prefer going to the like the not the pro league the like local yeah or just like we went to McGill or like out to like maybe the was it the Loyola campus or going to one of like Blaineville or whatever and you can sit at the rink side and um, it's kind of like watching dancing it's amazing. Um, and it's more fun to watch at that level than like sitting in the nosebleed sections at the bell center. Like that is less kind of, mm, yeah, mm, don't care as much. But, I mean, it is it <laughs> is fun. Like I think it's the kind of thing that we do if we have visitors. Like we take visitors to go see the hockey. <laughs> um, but I haven't played. I haven't tried to play it myself. I just think it's one thing to be able to stand up like, and just skate around and try and like, you know, do some cool moves. But to actually have someone coming at you with a stick is, um.
3: Yeah. Terrifying. But you probably learn on figure skates too, right?
2: Uh, I use, I use, I use hockey skates. Ah, there you go. But mostly because I've got giant feet. Oh, (laughs) but yeah, so I, it is fun, but I definitely am finding this year. I'm like a real wuss, um, the, I'm finding the, the change to the winter, like it just has really caught me by surprise and I don't feel, I'm like more like
0: it's cold
2: um, instead of excited by it in the way that I usually am. Do you have scared either, I mean, Sean, if you haven't grown up doing it, you probably don't have any like
3: horror tales um, in the way that mm, you might Kristen no. or your kids. <laughs> I don't really have any horror stories about winter sports um i was once hired to sing the national anthem at the kind of hockey game like you were talking about like not a pro hockey game and for at, at some kind of hockey tournament and for some reason they also hired a bagpiper for the <laughs> opening of this thing which like that's a horror story the sound of bagpipes in a skating rink <laughs> <laughs> that is intense does that does the ice like absorb the sound or does it no it bounces it around like crazy so it's just, it was just it was like listening to some kind of like i don't know like an elephant being slaughtered or something like that oh it God. was just an awful sound so don't do that if you're organizing a hockey hockey event don't don't get a bagpiper no i think
1: The most interesting story I have about winter hobbies, sports hobbies, is that my sister was the first person in 2002 to go sledding. According to her, as uh, she screamed that when she was like twelve years old, and in, after New Year's, she immediately went outside and sledded so that she could claim
2: this. <laughs> oh, oh, that's cute. You mean in the year?
1: Okay, yeah. I, okay, I first person ever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think she sledding was is older than that. Running around shouting, "I'm the first person to go sledding in 2002!" And she tried to like be a bunch of the other firsts for the year. Uh, we were mm, at my aunt's cute. in Minnesota, so it was Oh, like, that's
3: why there was snow.
2: Yeah, it was our, <laughs> like our first
1: time uh, ever really seeing snow, uh, and that was fun.
2: Okay, so how are you feeling about these questions?
1: I'm really looking forward to we're it. We
2: get into yeah, it? Yeah, I'm right. in it to win it. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I'm going... Let's start with an easy one. Um, the answer to the question that you're going to come up with is Kionophobia.
1: Fear of getting trapped in a cave while going, uh, glaciering.
3: Fear of being, um, hit in the face with a hockey skate.
1: Oh, I mean, I was going to
2: say, I think, Wait, wait,
1: don't tell us what the answer is. Tell us who's closer. Yeah, tell us who's closer. Um, Sean. Oh. Fear of getting stranded, uh, in the snow.
3: Fear of being buried in the snow. They're subsets of the same
2: fear. So you're both right at this point.
1: Fear of the snow?
2: Yeah, it's fear an, a fear of mountain climbing.
1: No, Sean. Fear of snow.
2: Yeah, and it's an, fear ar- of snow. an irrational fear of snow. That is linked. There's
3: plenty of rational things to
1: be afraid of when it comes to snow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, just, who snows so cold it's so cold guys i accidentally took my glove off to deal with something uh the other week and my hand was like oh this is how people get frostbite so easily
3: Mm -hmm. it has not been cold enough to give you frostbite yet
1: no it it could have easily (laughs) happened it was it doesn't matter about like necessarily how cold it is it's all it's like timing and coldness Mm -hmm. right
2: Yes, so you're absolutely right. Uh, it's an irrational fear of snow that's linked to a fear of death or bodily harm, and it's usually connected to a fear of being snowbound and of being stranded mm. stranded in the snow.
1: See, okay, I literally said that. I think, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, you got it. Um, no need to add the, the, um, the cave at the outset. But,
1: um, I, I thought I heard something that sounded glacial in it. Which yeah. makes sense because it has some ice roots from yeah. Greek.
2: exactly. Yep, bingo. Um, okay, the second answer is shouting.
3: What you should not do in case of an avalanche.
1: What you should do if after an avalanche.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm going to say
2: Sean is closer on this one as well.
1: Oh, how to be discovered while lost in the snow. <laughs>
2: um yeah that's, that's a good answer. I mean that's a, that is that is definitely a question to which shouting is the answer
1: but um, it's not the question I for this answer. it's
2: kind of a trick question um hmm. Kristen you are the opposite like you if you added a not into the into your question you would be right oh I said I, what
3: not to do in case of an avalanche because no, no, it will make it worse
2: uh, uh, yeah. sorry, only in I the
1: movies th- the question is oh really that's not avalanche.
3: true
2: uh, do, to cause an avalanche it doesn't actually cause an avalanche it is really a, i always
1: did find it strange that's like i don't think we're loud enough to move rocks
2: <laughs> yeah. um it's a it's a hollywood myth
3: oh hollywood myth about avalanches i like
2: that Yeah.
1: imagine if in mulan uh she just screamed real loud uh and killed a <laughs> thousand huns that way <laughs>
2: Yep. So you were actually you were you were kind of right in the sense that you knew mm-hmm. what we were getting to, but um, it was it was a bit of a red herring. I um, see. So I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna it's one all at this point. I think.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, I'm fine with and getting that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Glad we can do this demo. I'm gonna great.
3: give it to me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, so here's a fact, here's a here's a date for you. It's the 1988 Wisconsin snowstorm.
1: Uh, what was the largest amount of snow dumped in a single event in uh, America in recorded history? Plausible, but no. The
3: 1988 Wisconsin snowstorm. Um, let's see. I would think they would get one every year, you know, they would probably get quite a few. Um, Let's see. It was, uh, I'm completely making this up. It was uh, caused the longest power outage uh, before 2003.
0: Mm,
1: Alaska would have taken that, surely.
3: Do they have a lot of power outages in Alaska?
1: There's a bunch of towns that don't get power. Oh, they just don't have power. Or it's like they have like, I don't think they even have like an electrical grid in some places. Because yeah. they can't support it.
3: Well, that's different than having
2: power and having an But True. anyway. Okay, so you're both being way too practical. I want you to get really whim- okay. get whimsical. Get whimsical. Uh, who's oh, okay. responsible
1: for the murder of JFK? <laughs> okay,
3: okay whims- 25 years later. <laughs>
2: what kind of time travel
3: <laughs> thing happening here? The whimsical.
1: 1988 Wisconsin snowstorm <laughs> <laughs> killed JFK. I want to see a scene.
3: <laughs> um, uh, the, uh, the cause of the, uh, cancellation of Dallas? <laughs> uh, no. Just
2: neither. I think I did before that. <laughs> um, do you want me to tell you? Uh,
1: yeah. does it n- give us a hint.
2: Um, okay. It involves, it's, it's to do with snowflakes.
3: Do with snowflakes.
2: Um.
1: One the- was the first snowflake seen under a microscope.
3: No, but you're getting close do, you know, do you ever did you hear, ever hear about those kind of like they were all fake? It was kind of nonsense. But there's, there's these experiments done where like the researchers would like say nice words to water versus saying like hurling oh, abuse God. at it <laughs> and, like they were like they would look at the water molecules and, like well the water that we said was said nice things to the 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 structures are more attractive you know than the ones that we were calling it names and swearing at it so maybe this was like the most um this there was an experiment uh, of this kind with snowflakes maybe they went out and shouted swear words at the snow and then looked at it under microscopes to see what would happen so far that's the closest answer I reckon
1: <laughs> uh, was it the first snowstorm that was entirely man-made
2: oh no
3: that would be cool but that would also be um, cool uh, the the world's most attractive snowflake found during the 19th Wisconsin snowflake. Um, not, how about if I
2: say, okay, so Kristen, you're still very close, Sean, I like where you were going with this, uh, this, this, what if I say that it wasn't so much about one snowflake, but
1: two. Oh, the first identical snowflakes found.
2: (gasps) Wow. Cool. Nancy Knight found two identical snowflakes. Wow
1: um
2: so
3: we're not all in we're, we're not all unique <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> I mean like if you go I feel like if you go high enough in the atmosphere you can easily find identical snowflakes before they've had a chance to develop, develop more of the crystal structure
2: Yes but I suppose um, there's something quite special about finding two identical snowflakes mm-hmm. um, in uh, a snowstorm
3: that's also difficult yeah pretty pretty tricky all right well it's two to one sean but i'm gonna come up don't worry i'll get (laughs) you 38 centimeters that's not very much snow um Um, uh, the amount of snow that texas got last year (laughs) that'd be way too much god they would have just died if they had 38 centimeters of snow i think it was like 10 centimeters of snow still way too much um 38 centimeters that's a
1: foot and a half of snow almost right
3: Yeah, this is your third winter here. How much snow do we usually get?
1: I mean, (laughs) it's more than that. (laughs) Montreal is like the snowiest uh, metropolis in the world.
3: Is it really? I don't think it can't. There's like
1: no, or from what I remember reading, there's no city with a larger populace than Montreal that gets as much snow. So there are cities that get more snow, but they don't have as many people.
2: What if I said? What if I said, Sean, that you'd already actually given this as a as a question to another answer? What has Sean
1: said? Uh, um, what, the height of a glacier. What's the height of a glacier? No, nope.
3: <laughs> nope. You didn't say that. Uh, it was uh, the first man-made snowstorm. Nope.
1: The oh, what was the largest amount of snowfall in a single incident you in
3: did, America? You
2: did say that. Thirty-eight centimeters is on the small not small side. Yeah, but there was another number that you gave.
1: Oh my god. Oh, improv, they teach you to remember everything you and your partners say, <laughs> and I've already forgotten.
3: <laughs> I've already forgotten, it too. Um, the depth of the snowstorm that killed JFK, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Uh,
2: what if I said the size of a dinner plate?
3: Biggest snowflake! Yep.
1: Yes! What? I
3: stole it! <laughs> That's this big. That's like...
1: That's a terrifying... That's a... That's bigger than a tarantula. What? Yes.
3: (laughs) Imagine a giant snowflake spinning through the air with a tarantula on it.
1: (laughs) Okay, was this snowflake like made on purpose in a lab or was it a natural snowflake? Um,
3: And how did they measure it before it melted?
2: Look, if so... To be honest, these are all questions that I had. Like one, where... Yeah, I can't answer many questions about this. This is just like a trivia fact, thanks to the CBC. Um, But maybe there are bigger snowflakes and then we just haven't seen them because, of course, how can you possibly know where the biggest... There's so much snow that comes down in in the year. I don't even know how they get these, like, most individual, most unique, two things, biggest, smallest, whatever. And how
1: do you know it's one snowflake instead Um, of, like... 15 piled together in a weird uh, structure.
2: Well, I suppose it would have to have... It's falling
3: from the sky. It would have to have six sides, too, because all snowflakes have six sides. There. There's a question you can't ask, so now we're tied. Two and two. But... You... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Orange.
1: What's the color?
3: (laughs) (laughs) What's the worst color of snow?
1: (laughs) What what color does snow turn if you have uh, cancer?
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, what color you should wear to be seen in the snow? Ooh, I like that one. <laughs> yeah. What uh, color they make
1: golf balls oh, for winter golfing? What did uh, f- what kind of tree did Florida spray water on before the hurricane, uh, winter hurricane in two thousand and three?
3: Orange trees? Oh, the frost would, like the ice coating would protect them? Yeah, so
1: because that's an endothermic reaction, uh, it would basically protect the oranges inside from uh, Hmm. freezing. Or it's an exothermic reaction. Freezing is exothermic, so it would heat up the oranges slightly and prevent them from dying in the frost.
2: I did not know that. I think I actually like that question better than the question that I've got. (laughs) So...
3: (laughs) <laughs> Who's closer? Um, Probably
1: not me.
2: Well, <laughs> I mean. you you both effectively answered kind of uh, the same thing at the, the outset. So, orange was the color of the snow that fell in Siberia, Siberia in two thousand and seven. Oh yeah, how kind
3: of vaguely remember that because mm. it was like contaminated with something, right? Well,
2: so. they sort of they don't really know whether it was pollutants, but it did have a very high percentage of iron. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was wild, oily yep and it was orange snow which is kind of
3: disgusting yeah um be cool for like a minute you know from inside you'd be like that's neat and then if you go outside and it's like rusty gross oily <laughs> snow
1: yeah
2: not even so inside We're not like I'm-
1: just imagining trees and stuff covered in it like them becoming orange it just sounds kind of scary
2: it covered like thousands like, like hectares like um, wow there's lots of photos if you're interested um
3: yeah yeah i, don't know.
2: I, I think, think that's a
1: wash
3: i think um yeah no one got that one well i don't looking know Orange I, snow I Siberia. i'm gonna
2: give you both points actually because wow oh, so three
3: and three whoa those yeah snow in parts of europe was orange i feel like you both
2: you, you pointed to the color of the snow when you initially responded and um
3: yeah it's pretty gross looking
1: I thought Kristen's original answer was about what you wear to be seen in the snow.
3: No, I said it's the worst color of snow was my first oh, answer.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow, you're getting a point for an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a question. In a game about facts, you gotta you got a point for an opinion. <laughs>
3: um Flurry.
1: Oh, what Flurry. comes after Mick?
3: well i mean is this like the like uh like degree what is the like lightest degree of snowfall other than just individual flakes like flurry snow squall blizzard
1: is this like what what is it called when there's a wind above like 30 miles an hour during snowfall
3: no no that's not that no a flurry is a pretty light
2: snowfall Okay, so I'm definitely capitalizing on my accent and planning, and uh, hoping that you both would mishear me. And you did. Uh, it's F-L-O-R-Y. It's Flory.
1: Mm. Flory. Mm-hmm. What?
3: Flory.
2: Yeah. What does that mean?
1: Is is that the uh, lowest height that snow, or the yeah, the lowest height that snow can be produced in clouds?
3: Is it a name for a particular kind of snow? Like, there's different, like, like technical names for like packing snow or like crispy snow or things like that. Uh, I really like both of those answers, um, but mostly
2: just because they're because they're you know plausible. Because they're wrong, um, <laughs> but they're also wrong. Um,
3: this one is
2: like. Is I'm... it
1: meteorological? Meteorological.
3: Nope. No. Mm. Um, the name of the discoverer of snow.
2: That's closer, but actually it's not the name of a discoverer. It was the name of a farmer, uh, David Florey, who uh, cultivated a fruit called the winter banana.
1: Oh, it was entirely unsnow related
2: which is actually yeah like i mean i'm really just pushing the winter here as opposed to anything else but okay do you know that the winter banana is actually an apple <laughs> but it's shaped like I a banana
1: i haven't heard about it until now so i didn't know that
3: i did not know that either does it taste like a banana uh it does taste like a banana
1: what the f- okay so it's an apple does it, is it shaped like a banana
2: uh it's no nope, it's shaped like an apple
1: this is <laughs> why is it called up? the winter banana it is shaped like an apple <laughs> This okay Flory went too far we need to find this guy and ask him what's up
3: um, it I was think we correct? need to do a scene on this <laughs> <laughs> hello there welcome to my booth at the state fair I have a, a brand new brand new very exciting apple cultivar to share with you today I call it this isn't
1: going to be like last year now is it Farmer Flory
3: Now, Ned, I already apologized for last year. We thought we were all square for that.
1: The grapefruit strawberries were very disappointing.
0: I thought they were my best.
1: You like the bitter? You like biting into a strawberry and tasting nothing but bitter?
2: Yeah, I mean, like, I thought that's what we were doing at um, fruits that don't taste like they look
3: ink. That's right, Edna, and I'm really happy about our partnership we've had over all these years. That we've I've been able to provide you with the the chocolate grape and the 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 salty cucumber and the the mysterious. Now these eggplants. are all
1: things that you can do on your own with fruit. Like you can just dip a grape in chocolate or salt a cucumber.
2: But that means no, 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 no. But who who has two things? Like who has
3: got who has the time? Who's got the time?
1: Apparently you do.
3: And I have taken this time to create my latest masterpiece. I call it the winter banana. Here, have a try. It's genius. Okay.
1: It's a, uh, clearly a kiwi.
3: It's an apple. Fuzzy.
1: A fuzzy apple shaped like a kiwi. Named a banana.
3: Well,
2: yes, that's right. You know that kids don't, some kids don't like eating bananas, right?
3: So this is, this is how we can trick them. Exactly. I'm all about the tricking children into eating stuff that's not stuff that they think it is.
1: Pomegranate seeds?
3: It's the finishing touch, Ned.
1: How did you... How... What? You're either a genius or a madman.
3: Those... I like to think all of us great artists are a little of both. I... 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 hand it here. Hmm.
2: Huh? This is like... it's like
3: a fruit salad exactly my winter banana and it grows all year round plant one in your front yard you never go shopping again
1: this is too so this is too many fruits this is just simply too many fruits can we please just call it like a a or something instead of a winter banana
2: nope winter banana or nothing i think i think poma already taken
3: that's right my uh my brother uh ted flurry he has the farm down the street. I know he's been working on just that.
1: Okay. Well, I see you have another fruit there for us. What do you call it?
3: This one. Oh, I'm glad you asked, Ned. This one I'm very excited about as well. This one I call...
1: Any, the, any day now. Tip of your tongue.
3: The the wheat, wheat lemon. The wheat lemon. I'm still working on the name. I'm not 100% sure how that's going to go. But it's a citrus flavored... Pastry products, stalk of wheat. Well, you can. It has the it has the flavor of citrus. So when you make your lemon uh, poppy seed muffins, it has an extra zing to it. Here, try some. I baked these just this, this morning with the the wheatman, mm. extra lemony.
1: Tastes like lemon. I'm not sure that the like I think lemon zest and lemon extract and juice would. I you see I don't understand. This is your default way of doing things, just mm-hmm. replacing stuff you can do already, but have already done it for you.
2: But lemon's so hard to come by. We have to import mm-hmm. it. Like, can what you... if there's an apocalypse? Oh, <gasps> we could call... have we... that we should call them, we're not winter banana. No, no, no. They should be like apocalypse.
1: Apocalypse wheat?
3: Yeah. Apocalypse fruits. Yeah. I think, here we go. I think that's. Gentlemen, I think we're in business.
1: Yeah. Uh,. So what about that, uh, the third fruit by you right there? What do you call that?
3: Well, well, you see, Ned, that there is my um, tomato squash. It's a little bit out of the fruit line, though. They now are technically fruits. that makes sense
1: to me. That makes uh, sense to me.
3: So you know how people like to make that, uh, they, they, they cook a spaghetti squash and they put pasta sauce on it and they try to make their kids eat it and, and nobody likes it. Nobody likes it. So what I thought was, what if we made the squash the tomato instead of the noodles so uh, have have a big plate of this year full of healthy uh, phytoestrogens and whatever is in squash um here's some uh, spaghetti and meatballs starring my tomato squash
0: have so a
1: try don't a be shy in sized tomato
2: with, no- yes. with noodles inside
1: yes genius. and it's pre-sauced pre-sauced you're a genius I don't know how you do this. This is truly amazing.
3: Well, son, when my grandpappy started this farm, he made some kind of deal with some spirits. I don't know how he did it, but they they come to me in the night and they give me my ideas.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Truly, I wanted to go on for four more fruits just to torture you. (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay.
3: I should get a point just for that
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've lost track of score um, uh, it's uh, four three. to three because Kristen la- won the last mm-hmm. one
2: aha uh-huh, that's right okay um,
3: last
1: uh, what oh. comes after first
3: <laughs> last um, uh, it, it's, it's 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 when you make a shoe it's the the shape of the thing that you use it do make it on it's called the last uh, damn it Chris. I see that goes
1: for boots <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry I must have heard you wrong I simply must have heard you wrong last is kind of an abstract noun are you telling me it's also a stone used in shoemaking
3: no they're made out of wood yeah. usually they're is just like a,
1: a shape wood of a used foot in shoemaking. Yeah. What? people are so bad at naming stuff for their fields this is ridiculous
2: uh, so Kristen gets that because she actually knows what the question was oh.
3: Oh really a thing that you
2: use for boot making? Yeah. Is the last? I would have never gotten that. <laughs> a bootmaker's term for the interior shape of a ski boot. There you go.
1: They need new terms.
3: Um Sean has some 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 quibbles with the field of cobbling. So what about
1: corduroy? Corduroy is sheep leather?
3: No, it's a fabric with ribs. Um Corduroy is where it comes from. Um and uh, especially in the um early colonial period they would build what they were called corduroy roads, which is you'd saw some logs in half vertically. I don't know how they managed to do that. And then you lay them next to each other and apparently that's better than just going on the ground, but I would imagine it was very bumpy. <laughs> I feel like that's relevant to our topic, but um no, corduroy is a fabric. um Well, you're
2: right; it, it is a fabric, yeah. and you're also talking yeah. about the roads, but it, it has another name in the context of winter sports.
1: uh What is a ski suit called?
2: No, but I like that guess. That's a good one. It would be very wet. I think it'd be a very because yeah, it wouldn't be a good fabric for a ski suit. It'd be I like mean, having it, a- maybe
1: like in early winter sports they just yeah. use corduroys, and the name stuck.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, closer to Kristen's, um, road, um, story.
3: A corduroy. Is it, is it like a really bad, bad, a a ski slope in need of grooming is called a corduroy? Close. Okay. Do you want to have a go, Sean?
1: Is it what you call uh, an ice rink? Uh, that hasn't had a zamboni driven over it.
2: I mean, you're you're both getting at the. Yep, you're both. I think. I mean, it's pretty close at this point. Um, it is a slang term for the grooves found on a recently groomed trail. Uh, huh. So I mean, this. I
1: don't think either of us got. Yeah, that.
2: of us got but that. But I'm like, you know, we were at the point. You're both pointing to the fact that there were grooves. It's just that. You were talking about grooves that pre pre grooming. Um, mashed potatoes.
1: Oh, what's a good substitute for snow in our art project?
2: <laughs> oh, gross! <laughs> Have you ever done that? Um, did you it, did you?
1: Uh, <laughs> it appeared on Taskmaster.
2: Oh. Okay. Did you color um, Did you color it blue? Like, did they color it blue, or did they just use it as white?
1: Just it was just Potato yellowish colored? snow. It looked like they <laughs> needed snow for something, and so a guy made instant mashed potatoes, and it was just quite yellow snow mm-hmm. not <laughs> yellow, really snow, just quite yellow. Yep. <laughs>
3: um, I don't know, is it referring to a kind of texture of snow?
1: Yep, okay. Uh, oh, what's uh, what's it called when snow uh, is wet? Uh, yes,
2: wet and heavy snow. It's mashed potatoes Mashed potatoes.
3: There you go. Um, cool.
1: I think that's four to four.
3: Uh-huh. Whoa. Huck. No, five to four.
1: Oh, five to four.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what'd you say? Huck. Huck. What's it called when you uh, throw a snowball at somebody?
3: Uh, a snowboarding move. You're going to have to be more specific. I don't know what I
1: don't know. <laughs> um, um, What was the winning uh, snowboard? What was the winning move in the nineteen ninety <laughs> uh Winter Olympics?
3: Um I, I, I don't know. I, I, I could not describe or picture a snowboarding move to save my life. I don't know, the one where they jump up in the air and, and twist about.
2: Like that's that's clo- that's closer. It's a slang term term for launching off a jump. Okay. There you go. Um Shussing.
1: uh what librarians do <laughs>
3: <laughs> i want to give a point for that one anyway oh hell yeah um <laughs> uh, um i assume i don't know following someone down a ski slope yeah it does have that
1: ring to it doesn't it like it's pretty that's oh is it what when you slalom the actual act of like going side to side is called uh, uh sushing
2: um you're definitely getting you're going in the right direction but
3: um no it Hmm. do you want to have another go no i'm out of ideas
1: is it does it have to do with skiing yes is it like a name for an arrangement of skis like there's like the triangles and the straight lines do those is that like a technical (laughs) term for them like (laughs)
2: pizzas Or French fries yeah, or whatever. Is that what I've they never call never it? Liked that. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, you were closer when you talked about the like Salem skiing. It's skiing straight downhill without turning.
1: So it's like the opposite okay. of... Wow. It sounds like a very turny word mm. because it has all those yeah. S's in it. It's true.
2: <laughs> it is true. Okay, there's a couple two more. Um, death cookies.
0: Oh, 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 oh when, when you, you bump pack, into, a into a tree.
1: That's when you pack a rock into a snow uh ball and throw it at somebody.
0: Oh,
2: that is brutal that you even I'm wait. Does anyone actually do
1: that? It's uh stories about that happening, whether intentional or accidental, uh have cropped up over the years. And so it's like it's a thing that can happen if people are careless or uh malicious.
3: Yeah, you could have a snowball that's full of ice. Be much the
1: same that thing. That
0: too.
3: Yeah. Um, yes. So
2: that's that what it is. That's what it is. Um, oh, uh, I feel
1: like I should get the point. Hey,
2: cookie size. I'm the
1: one who knew immediately it was about snowballs and hard things. I mean, things it's about. actually
2: mostly just the ice actually. So hey. cookie sized chunks of ice formed by grooming and snowmaking.
1: Oh, um,
2: what's the, what's the score, of the telling at the moment?
1: It's like 7 to 5.
3: Yeah, I'll go with that. I don't know if that's right, but I'll go with it.
1: Um,
2: Last question. Last answer, rather. Ooh. A
3: 10-year-old child.
1: Uh, who, <laughs> uh, who, who built the first snowman?
3: Um, the average height of a snowman is the average height of a 10-year-old child.
0: Ooh.
1: First person to come up with a recipe for fake snow.
2: That would that's an that would, I want to make that ten year old, if if that ten year old exists. Um,
3: um the age at when you can make your children shovel snow for you <laughs> unsupervised.
1: <laughs> oh, who's allowed to walk to school uh, in light snow alone?
3: I don't think there's any specific rules about that.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. Regional ordinances can be weird.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
2: I mean, I'm sure 10-year-old, I'm sure 10 years old is an...
1: then. 10-year-old child. What's the ideal age for somebody making a snow angel?
3: Oh. That's pretty cute. That's a cute one. <laughs> uh the age when kids stop believing in Santa Claus, that's a bit too old, honestly. Oh,
2: that's sad. I don't know. I think I was older than that. Mm,
1: i don't remember uh what's uh, the age when people or what's the age of a person who no they wouldn't phrase it that way i was thinking like oh when they first buy a present for somebody else
0: oh that's cute that's a good
2: this is what this is this is what i like actually about having one answer and many questions is like (laughs) the questions are more interesting than the answer
1: is there a region associated with this? Canada.
2: Uh, Canada. Um, it corresponds to a date.
3: A date. Mm-hmm. And the answer is oh. a 10-year-old child. Uh, who, 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 who lit
1: the flame of the 2006 Olympics? Or was 1988 it 19... Olympics. 1988 was summer.
3: No, it was Calgary. I remember oh, it. Really? I was alive. I was an 8-year-old <laughs> child, not a 10-year-old
1: child. That was, bef- that was before they switched winter onto non-leap years. That's
3: right. They used to do them both in the same year up until the nine, late 90s? Can't remember.
1: Uh, was it 1996 then? Am I close with it was a child lighting the flame? No.
3: No. Okay. We've gone down a rabbit hole But I unnecessarily. But I mean...
2: Honestly, I think you're going to be really disappointed with what the actual question is because (laughs) all of your questions have been so much better. Um, Um, What if I said 11th of February, 1999 in uh, Tatsa Lake, British Columbia? uh,
1: Who was found outside their recently (laughs) dad's house on February 19th, 1999 in the middle of a snowstorm? Wearing no winter clothes whatsoever, but seemed perfectly fine. And when Dad was questioned about it later, he said, I don't know how he got here. His mom wasn't anywhere to be found.
3: Oh. A
1: ten year old child.
3: That- <laughs> All right, just put us out of our misery, Amy. What's the actual question? Uh,
2: the depth of snowdrop in twenty four
1: hours. Um, which is a 100- hundred Are you kidding me? <laughs> It was that's a lot <laughs> of snow. <laughs> uh, I thought it was like a specific like person, a ten year old child. Like <laughs>
2: nah, because that's uh. that's why it's like a general. Like it's the height of it. Like
1: how high was it? Like- I mean, I was like four foot eleven when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, like how tall are kids? But this was, I've been this height
3: since I was twelve. So <laughs> it was about my height, and I was not tall.
2: So this was
1: yeah. It was
3: hundred and forty five
2: <laughs>
1: centimeters. Um okay. In twenty four hours, I'm a little
3: taller than that. There
2: is
1: oh, not much. I have no idea how tall that is.
3: It's up to here on me. <laughs> so the next time we meet in person, you'll know exactly how deep that <laughs> snowfall was. Assuming I'm wearing flats. Um,
2: do you do you um, do you only deal with feet and inches?
3: Uh, people yeah. mostly measure their heights in inches in Canada. Okay, so it's four foot seven, four foot
2: feet oh, and inches.
3: Like I, I'm five foot two, five foot one ish, five foot one to five foot two. And I'm about a meter 57, 157 centimeters. So it's about 10, if you give 12 me centimeters fraction less I than can that. I
1: probably do in my head.
3: Uh, so it's 10 like, centimeters is four inches. So it's probably like four. It's four nine? eight. Yeah. Four nine. Yeah. Four foot
1: oh, nine. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah. It's a lot of snow. A lot of snow.
2: Um, That's all I got.
1: There are the questions. That oh, wow. was really fun, Amy. Yeah, uh, thank you for yep. providing us with a n- new activity.
3: Yeah, that was really fun.
1: Uh, Want to head into our final segment? Perfect. Sure. Cool, uh, Kristen. How are your hobbies coming along?
3: As I'm sure I will appreciate hearing in July. It is Christmas craft time, and I am a little bit crunch time. <laughs> but I am I'm the, my eyes are on the prize. I'm seeing the light. I'm almost done. God, cool. what is it today? I got, I got 10 days or so. You have finish. 10 days? Yeah, so. Exactly 10 yeah. days
1: before those have to be under the tree or someone's going to be very upset. Yep. Tax accountants in uh, North Pole, man.
2: <laughs> um, well, we successfully made a first, our first ever gingerbread house last week. <gasps> Like out
1: of gin, did you make the gingerbread yourself? Yes.
2: And we we made stained glass windows by putting like crushed up hard lollies in the like window space before we, and, um, yeah, it stood up and everything. And so that was kind of exciting
1: uh did you put lights inside to make the stained glass uh, shine yes but of
2: course course, um we put tea lights in but that also heats the house up from the inside so it's mostly just for the purpose of a photo and then you yeah (laughs) yeah yeah definitely (laughs) otherwise it will not be there for long (laughs) yeah um but i think we'll be we're going over to bc for christmas so we're going to make some more gingerbread probably not a house it's like there's too much it's too involved <laughs> um mm-hmm. and it's
1: fun once yeah and, <laughs> and then, it's not as fun yeah. to
2: eat like i think gingerbread cookies are actually tastier um
3: well the icing you have to use is kind of like glue yeah right so it's not that tasty mm-hmm. yeah. so i think mostly gingerbread yeah
1: you're kind of asking for it to go stale almost and so mm-hmm. but
2: we ate it in a week so
1: Oh, (laughs) Um,
0: how about you sean Uh, how are your hobbies going
1: mahjong Um, my friends and i got to play mahjong together for the first time in like four years Uh, we played online and now i've just gotten really back into it and i've been playing a bunch uh and it's really fun and my other hobbies have fallen a little bit to the wayside because uh i've been having fun with a game i haven't gotten to play for a long time that's cool cool uh, thank you all for listening to our podcast. Uh, you can find me at Peacock Pots, uh, Twitter or Instagram. Uh, what about you, Kristen?
3: Uh, my Twitter is still locked, so I don't know. You can find me doing absolutely <laughs> nothing on LinkedIn. If you feel like it, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you can listen to my other podcast, <laughs> "The Middle-Aged Candy Store," available on on your podcast app um and i'm nowhere else
1: cool uh next time Kristen, you'll be our uh, bartender uh for everybody else thank you for listening to a drop of hobby bye 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 a drop of hobby
0: a drop of hobby drop of honey. A drop of honey.